Hey, girlfriends, welcome to another episode of Girlfriends and Goals. We're your hosts, Miosha and Samaria. This podcast is a space where we'll talk about friendships, life goals, a little bit of pop culture, and all things womanhood. On today's episode, we're discussing how motherhood impacts our friendships and if we really need mom friends. So we definitely have a good episode in store for you today. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating and write a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. (laughs) Well, I guess we can introduce our special guest, Imfos. Welcome back to the Girlfriends and Goals podcast. Yay. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. Actually, the last time that you were on with us, you mentioned a few things about you becoming a mom and mm-hmm. mom friends. And I don't know, we wrote it down after that episode. We're like, we got to circle back with Imfos yeah. on this. Let's just circle to back like, on that. Yeah. Yeah. Hear a little bit more about what she thinks of it. If you all have been listening to the podcast, she's been on a few times as well as on our YouTube channel, on uh, our Married at First Sight review. So we're just, so she's seasoned. She's a resident here. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yay. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, that topic is, um, yeah, it's one that I, I have a lot to share. I have a lot to say about that topic. So I'm super excited that you all invited me to come and talk about this. Okay, Uh awesome. So I'll I'll go ahead and kick it off and just ask, so before you became a mom, did you give any thought on how motherhood might impact your friendships? Yeah, I did. I, uh, not only did I give it some thought, I was obsessed with it, (laughs) you know? Mm. Yeah. Because, um, so as I've, I've said before, but I think it's probably worth giving, uh, anyone who might be listening some background, on my journey to becoming a mom. Um, I have uh, a long history with endometriosis, ovarian cysts, fibroids, et cetera, et cetera, all the things, right? And uh, those conditions impacted my fertility. And so my husband and I started uh, trying to get pregnant in Oh, I don't even know what year it was, but I know I was 32 mm-hmm. and that, that felt right to me because my mom was 32 when she had me. So I was like, yes, look at this symmetry, <laughs> right? Like, look at the poetry of this planning that's going on here. And, uh, it, it did not go symmetrical or, or poetic at all. Uh, it was actually a 10 year process from that point on of, mm-hmm. Um, multiple surgeries to correct the endometriosis and the cysts, et cetera, and uh, three IVF cycles. So um, two cycles that were not successful. And then the third um, resulted in my amazing powerhouse main character energy daughter. So, um, you know, uh, along those 10 years though, um, most of my friends were becoming mothers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my, I just, I was telling people last night, 
that my baby cousin actually just became a grandmother. And so, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, to, in, in like, you know, it, and, and, um, I want to say like a normal time, but that's, that's inappropriate to say, like it was, yeah. you know, she became a grandmother mm -hmm. and, uh, everybody's an adult <laughs> is what I'm meaning by that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I was, uh, I was, and I am a lot older than I, I became a mom at an older age than a lot of my friends did. Um, so as each one of my friends became a mother, the number of people in the crew who were not mothers mm -hmm. um, became smaller and smaller and smaller. Hmm. And that was a really um, uncomfortable and at times painful position for me to be in as my friendships changed, changed to accommodate um, uh, the new people in our lives, uh, the children in the crew. So, or the next generation, right, mm -hmm. of the crew. Yeah. So the thought of how motherhood changed the nature of my friendships was constantly on my mind. I had friends who kind of disappeared into that new role of motherhood. And it, it felt to me in that space that they no longer really had the room or the energy to do the work of maintaining friendships mm -hmm. and because all of their time and energy was really being funneled into raising a child. So yeah. that was actually going to be my next question. Like how, um, how did your friends handle the mm -hmm. transition? But when you had those friends who maybe uh, didn't have the room for the friendships anymore, uh, did that make you think, Hey, when it's my turn, here's how I want to do things. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. okay. Exactly that. So, it, you know, listen, all of us are only doing our best. We're doing everything that we can. And I wanted to show grace to those friends who were trying to enter into this new role of motherhood and as many books and, you know, podcasts and, <laughs> and websites and things that you can go to for guidance and help. It really is each one of us is kind of on our, on our own path. Um, so there's no one way to do it. And, um, but I wanted to try my very best to give my friendships as much energy as I could, because I mm -hmm. knew what it felt like to be on the outside of that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I try to stay very conscious even still, right. I try to stay very conscious of how that could feel. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I can relate to the disappearing before I became a mom. One of the things I thought about was how am I going to be able to juggle having my friends, giving time to my spouse, just trying to find the right balance. Yeah. And also, I remember thinking, like, I hope that my friends are OK with what I can give. Like, yeah. I never thought like, oh, Samira and I's friendship would be non-existent, but right. I did know at least for a period of time that things would look different and that sure. I hope that she'll hang in there with me. Yeah, that's right. Especially yeah. when and I you know, come out yeah. of the fog of like the newborn totally, phase. <laughs> totally, totally. And, and I think that um, it definitely is a test for those friendships, right? So uh, there are some friends 
who managed that transition beautifully. And it there was never a part of my assessment or evaluation or interpretation of our of our relationship that because they became a mom, our our friendship faltered or mm-hmm. you know changed in a way that I perceived as negative. Um, so there were some friendships that we didn't skip a beat. And then there were some friendships that, you know, yeah. and I, yeah, they just, they went away. And, and I don't know if I can necessarily blame all of that on the motherhood angle, right? Maybe mm-hmm. that friendship itself wasn't really, um, destined to be longer than a season in the first place. And it just so happens that motherhood provided that exit, um, mm-hmm for both of us in the relationship. One other thing I thought about too during that season was how do I continue to relate to my friends outside of motherhood? And so, yes, I've had friends who have had kids before me, but in terms of my close friend groups, my friends who didn't have kids yet, I feel like I was one of the first Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of like really, really, really close friends. And so I'll use Samira and I as an example. Samira doesn't have children yet. So how do I continue to relate to her? Our friendship can't just be all about the pregnancy and the baby. Well, all those things are exciting. And Samira was super supportive during that time. It's like, okay, well, what are our conversations and our interactions look like to where it's not just all about the baby and the kid now? And she never made me feel like, oh, I'm not interested. This is just where my mind was like, okay, every conversation can't be about that. And in fact, I don't want it to be because I want to have a con- an adult conversation about other right. stuff because I'm right, right, all right. consumed at home. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny that you mentioned that because I remember Miosha would get very detailed <laughs> about whenever we did have those conversations. And I'm like, okay, girl, just hang in there. She would be yeah. willing to tell me all these like different terms and stuff. And not being in that phase, like there's a part of me that's like, okay, like I, I want some newness whenever I get to mm-hmm. that stage, if I decide to get to that stage. But um yeah. I think you did a good job of balancing it, but it was very cute when like, you had to talk <laughs> about those things. Mm-hmm. And, like she, she took on like an educator role or something like that. So it was very yeah. cool to watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think, um, so I just had, uh, I'm actually in a little bit of a situation that, that speaks to this idea right now where, uh, so my daughter is in swim lessons. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not a huge fan of her instructor. And I don't know that she's being assessed properly. Um, I'm like that parent, unfortunately. And I really don't want to be, but here we are. This is who I am, where I'm like mm-hmm. taking notes on <laughs> all the things. And I, I'm sure they wish I would just sit over there and be quiet, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not that person. So uh, in in my my tightest friend group, uh, there are five of us total, and four of us are parents, and uh, one is not. And so I uh, we have a group text, obviously, and so I threw it out to the group. I'm like, listen, how do I not kill this <laughs> this person who is um, threatening my child's life in the pool? Uh, I need her to be able to swim. And uh, you know, the one who is not a parent was like. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know what I have to offer because I'm not a parent. And I was like, mm, no, I 
absolutely want to hear what you have to say on this matter. Um, and the fact that you're not a parent matters very little to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of that is, again, I really wanted, I, I, I know the sting of being like, no, not you, Michelle, cause you're not a parent. I remember how that felt. Mm-hmm. And so, um, making sure that she knew, uh, that how much I value her opinion and her point of view, um, regardless of whether she's a parent or not, uh, I think that was important. And she did actually give me some really, some good feedback that I think maybe because she's not a parent, Mm -hmm. she was able to access that in a way that parents maybe, maybe aren't, or maybe don't. Yeah. Very nice. So do you feel like motherhood has impacted who you would make friends with now? So as, as an adult, as a mom, a new friend, do you think motherhood has impacted that? Um, Yes and no. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yes and no. So I think being in a space with my daughter allows me to, I, I mean, there's like a shortcut, obviously. So y- when you are in spaces where other parents are, it's like, you know, okay, our kids are here. Our kids mm-hmm. like each other. Like, you know, that's there, there's an ease in that that is, um, you can't deny that, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, am I really going to say this? Yep, here it comes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, ooh, ooh, I don't know what to say. I, I find a lot of other parents really annoying. <laughs> and, and I feel super judgy around them. And again, I'm a Virgo. So like I'm critical mm-hmm. by nature and by training. And it's hard for me to turn that off, right? So if I can see kind of how you parent and that doesn't line up with the way that I parent, yes, I'm I'm disinterested. So like the idea of the mommy groups, like joining in groups of strangers and the only thing that we have in common is the fact that we're mothers, that's a hard no for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is a hard no. Um, because I also really believe that it's, it is so important for me anyway, this is a, a goal and a standard that I set for myself that I owe it to my child to be as close to a 100% complete human as I can possibly be. And if I reduce myself to only the fact that I am her mother, that's not giving you all of the complexity of who I, who I am as a human, right? So I feel like I owe it to her to have hobbies and to have, you know, a job and to have friendships with people and to have, you know, interests and passions and loves and fears and all of those things. Um, And if, and if I don't show her and demonstrate to her that I'm more than just her mom, Mm -hmm. right. I was a whole person before you even came into the world if I don't show that to her, then I feel like I'm not really doing my job. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. idea of um, it's much more attractive to me to be in circles that form around something other than the fact that we are all mothers or mm-hmm. maybe something in addition to like we're mothers, but we're also this or we're also that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like for me, that's the way that I want to show up for her. That's the lesson that I'm trying to teach her. Um, is to not reduce 
herself to just one dimension of her character. Mm. Oof. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause it's so easy. I mean, and, and motherhood is one of those things that can definitely do it, <clears throat> but any part of who we are threatens mm -hmm. to do that every minute, right? Like when you're an academic, when you're a scholar, right? You just, you, it, it's a huge threat that you become just that, right? Mm. Whatever you do for your job, you could become just that. Um, and, and it's hard work, but we have, I, I, I think it's important to kind of, um, tap in regularly to all of the different parts of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that motherhood has changed how and who I make friends with, I do feel like it has forced me to be way more social than I was before. Like, mm -hmm. I would say I was on a scale of one to 10 in terms of like 10 being su super social and outgoing. I would say I was probably like a six or seven. Okay. Now I feel like my hand is forced because my child is very social and wants to say hi to everyone and make friends <laughs> to everyone to where I end up chatting up random people and they want to get my number and, you know, I don't yeah. think that they, there's anything wrong with that. I, you make a good point in that. I think it is good to have a certain level of closeness with the people or the families that your children may be spending time with, even yeah. if we're just all hanging out together. So you get to know who these people are and their morals and standards. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, before I became a mom, I would never be at the park making <laughs> you know, small talk with random no. people. I go to the park yeah. to walk. Right. <laughs> with my headphones and yeah, like, now disturb. <laughs> now it's I probably meet at least two to three other moms in one park sitting. Yeah. <laughs> so Ooh. it is what it is. <laughs> Samara's like, whoo, that's that introvert yeah. in her coming like, out. Like, I don't know well, if I can do it. <laughs> and I'm also an introvert. So I, I'll be like, you know. It's exhausting. I'll, I'll humor somebody who's like, oh, and how old is she? I'll be like, mm, but yeah. I'm trying to, like a porcupine. I'm trying to activate porcupine and just like, mm, leave us alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's not good for my girl either. You know, I want her to learn how to interact with people. Yeah. So I don't know. I struggle with that. So you said that you wouldn't likely want to just be a part of a mom group or friend group where the commonality is just you being mo a mom. But ha I guess, have you purposefully sought out or avoided those situations? Like, how do you navigate when people are like, oh, we're all moms. We have, I don't know, all our kids in swim lessons and we should link up for a glass of wine on Saturday. Yeah. How do you navigate those types of situations? Like, do you give it a test and then be like, ah, I'm good. Or you just yeah. say no from the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there was, um, last year at swim lessons, there was this lady, um, and her kid was cute. Her kid seemed to be like, not that cuteness is <laughs> a requirement, you know what I mean? But like, I liked her energy and not, you know, physically cute, but like her energy was really cute. And the mom seemed super cute and funny. And I was like, oh yeah, like we could, I could see us being friends. And, 
you know, we would sort of chit chat at the pool and, and during, and you know, the lessons are like 25 minutes long. Mm -hmm. So there's not a whole lot of time to get in depth and like, Oh, what are you afraid of? And like, you know, what are your life goals? You know, it's just like, Oh, it's hot today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's not a lot of um, opportunity to go deep. And then, you know, swim class is two weeks long. And after that, that yeah. was it, you know? And so, um, and I'm just not the kind of person that's going to be like, Hey, like, let me get your number. It's the introvert. I'll just be like, well, that was a lovely interaction with that lady. I literally don't know her name and I wish her the best, you know, but, yeah. um, so I think for me that I, I and also we're, we are not completely, um, bottomless, wells of time and energy right mm. so it's almost like that was a good interaction for what it was mm -hmm. and whatever energy I was about to put into developing a friendship with this stranger mm -hmm. I can maybe just redirect that into an existing relationship that probably deserves that attention mm. um yeah you know I, I hear you. Uh, I had a similar situation, not not with a mom, obviously, <laughs> but on a plane recently. And I had like the loveliest conversation with this lady and we're in similar like fields. And I'm like, do I want to take this off the plane or not? And I'm yeah. still deciding because there there is still a way for me to reach out to her. But I don't know. Do I have the energy for for yet another person to be in right. touch with. I don't, I don't know. So right. I, I get it. Um, I wanted to ask, have you ever experienced like the competitive spirit in a mom? So whether it's at mm. a birthday party or I don't want to keep coming to swim lessons, but right. wherever <laughs> it is, <laughs> have you experienced that? And if so, how have you navigated it? Yeah. So I don't think that I have seen it yet. Okay. But I mean, I, I know it exists, right? I can feel that it exists, but I don't think it, that particular thing has been directed toward me or toward my child yet, oh. but she's mm -hmm. just now going into kindergarten. And so that's going to change. Mm -hmm. It is. I know for a fact, I'm going to see it in this next stage of her life right um but what I have experienced is exactly the opposite as a matter of fact which has been really really cool so again back to swim lessons right um the the super cool lady from last year she's I don't know she's gone maybe they moved um, <laughs> um I'm like looking for her it's okay um <laughs> <laughs> but there's another super cool lady this time. And uh, she, you know, again, we, we exchanged names maybe on the first day, just because she threw it out there. So I'm like, okay. Um, so shout out to you, Mary. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but she, um, you know, so when my daughter's in the pool and doing her thing, Mary will just be like, you know what? She's going to be swimming in no time. Look at her go, you know, stuff like that, where it's very like, we're all a community. We're here trying to get our kids, especially our kids. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, especially because there is such a cultural and a social stigma attached to 
black kids and swimming yeah. um, and being in the water that, you know, I'm rooting for her two nieces and she's rooting for my girl. And it's like, um, that's been, that's been really lovely to experience. Um, so I've actually had more of that kind of thing than I have the competition, but I'm fastening my seatbelt. yeah I feel like I because my son is younger I haven't experienced the competitiveness in moms I think more so maybe the judginess I've observed around just maybe how you may be navigating motherhood in terms of things you're doing with your kid or not doing um, breastfeeding co-sleeping uh baby led weaning or not you know so I'm I'm past that phase but because my kid isn't in school school yet I can't say that I've experienced the competitiveness but just you know the one-upping of like oh well I breastfed for five years not that extreme yeah yeah no (laughs) or like oh I I would never put my baby in their crib by themselves at six months well good for you girl and I feel bad for your sleep (laughs) yeah (laughs) right right So that's so funny that you mentioned that because I, um, oh gosh, I didn't, I didn't bring it down here, but maybe I I can take a quick second to pull it up here. But, um, I, I had forgotten about all of the competitiveness around that baby stage. Mm. Um, it's been long enough that it's been long enough for me to have forgotten that, but you are so right, especially because of the following things. Number one, um, I had my daughter through IVF. So Mm -hmm. there was a lot of judging and like, oh gosh, oh, you did, you poor thing. Cause I mean, I just literally tripped and I was pregnant and then I was pregnant again and then blah, 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 blah. blah. You know what I mean? Like the the women who are like aggressively fertile um, came, (laughs) I mean, they were tough to deal with a little bit and super judgy and competitive. And I'm like, okay, uh, just, just, all right. Um, number two, the fact that I had a planned C-section and Mm. so women telling their birth stories or, you know, people who birth telling their birth stories, uh, like it's a badge of honor, Mm -hmm. uh, to, to deliver the baby one way or the other, either way, I, put a, there was a human in my body yeah. and the human is now outside of my body. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Then it's not a competition. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean that your child is somehow better than mine because mine needed a little extra help um, coming into the world. And then the third thing, and I actually wrote a chapter for a book um, about this and uh, it was about television. So again, Mm. I'm the TV doctor, right? And television is my profession. It is my passion. It's, it's, um, a a huge feature in my life. And, um, when the doctor in our first couple of visits to the doctor, they would be like, okay, well, you know, no TV for the babies. And then she got a little bit older and they're like, you know, you really, really don't want them to be watching TV. And I was like, how, (laughs) how, how do I do that? Right. I'm not going to be able to do that. And 
every book that I ever read and every blog and every conversation, the, the amount of TV that I watch in order to do what I do outside of my motherhood kind of required the television to be on and her to be exposed to television. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I just, I wrote a chapter about that and, and uh, I really took a page out of my mom's book, which was, you know, obviously you don't want to sit the kid in front of the TV and just walk away. Right. Yeah. Um, and you don't want it to be extreme, but at the same time, um, television is a storyteller. And if you use it as a way to kind of um, supplement your stories, or if your stories are supplementing what it, the kid is experiencing on TV, um, there can be some good. It doesn't have to be all bad, um, mm. you know, the medium. So, yeah, mm. I, I do remember feeling very um, in a competition that I didn't remember entering uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in a lot of those, in a lot of those ways. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that has settled down though. Okay. So in a perfect ideal mom friend group yeah what are some of the characteristics you'd be looking for for you to feel like yeah I could do this Mm -hmm. like I could be friends with this group of parents Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so um I'm looking for those people who are whole I I Mm -hmm. like interacting with whole people where you are, and I don't, I don't know if whole is the right way to describe it, but I'm so drawn to people who each one of the things that they do is a thing on a list of things that they do. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, we have to have something else to talk about other than our kids. Yes, Lord. We have to period. And I think that might be the only qualification. Like, uh, you know, I, I would want you to be the same qualities that I have in any friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, and the fact that you're a mom and we can talk about kid stuff, um, that, that should be just like one, one less, one little part of it. Um, but please let us have something to talk about other than motherhood. Yeah. Yeah. Miosha, how about you? I want to hear. Hmm. <laughs> He's like, let was, me know. I was blessed in, so I don't have to deal with this, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'd agree with everything that Imfos said. I'd add that I would not just want us to talk about other things, but be active in doing other things. So yeah, us yeah. connecting, like, oh, we're going to go on a winery tour. Like I want to be active, get out. And the kids yep, get, can't come. Yeah, no <laughs> right. kids allowed. Yeah. Right. You know, or be yeah. open if I felt like it to taking a girl's trip or something like mm-hmm. that, where we're not just talking about other things, but providing a space for us to be social and engage with, with each other yeah. um, outside of the day-to-day motherhood and responsibility. So all those things she said, plus get out there and do other things. And that's also something that I would have in my own personal friend group where I was like, oh, we could take a trip together. We can go have, you know, a glass of wine and talk about the real housewives or something just to escape 
<laughs> um, you know, the day to day that we we already invest so much time and energy in. Yeah. So why give it more? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how would you guys feel about like just having mom friends? You know how people have work friends where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we come to this job and y'all are cool to hang out with during nine right. to five, yes. but outside of it, we don't really hang out with each other. How would you guys feel about that for a mom group? Because like when I think about this question, I'm like, oh, my friends would just be my friends. And then mm-hmm. those other people would be on the side. If every once in a while, one person like, bleeds over into (laughs) (laughs) they get to they get promoted (laughs) exactly to a regular friend and that's great that's I think that's how I was imagining it like okay mom friends over here real friends over Mm -hmm. here yeah Yeah, I I mean yeah I think it's exactly that (laughs) I could see that and I think I'm already headed in that direction of building relationships with other women who are moms and that's our thing that we have in common um, I'll say, I don't know that I go into it expecting that we're going to be more than that. Uh, but I think that's because I'm very content with the friends that I have. Some yeah. of them happen to be moms, some of them aren't, but I do think that if I was in a space of, I didn't have that, then I think yeah. I would be even more open to like, okay, maybe there is more here. If I find out we have other things in common. Yeah. Um, but Yeah. And I think it also could provide a space for you to uh, lean on them in terms of advice and they're in the same boat. And I do find myself reaching to other moms, you know, maybe their children are a little bit older just to get their advice or feedback. Uh, Like the gym, I go to my kid takes swim lessons there, but they go to like the childcare center. So I want to be friendly with the other moms to get the rundown. So how y'all like it? Anything yeah. right. when we sure. here that I need to know about? <laughs> I feel like you do have to yeah. build that sense of camaraderie with other moms yeah. Yeah. Uh, to where they feel comfortable opening up to you. To be like, oh, girl, you didn't hear about this incident that right. happened. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's such an important point to make that I have. I. I have to acknowledge how fortunate I've been to have the community and the village that I have, right? So I already had a strong community before I became a mother. And and so I was able to just kind of turn around and be like, oh, I have everything that I could possibly need in in yeah. terms of support and advice and, uh, you know, friendship, like I'm good with my, Mm -hmm. you know, existing community, but not everybody has that, you know? And so um, I don't want to make it seem like I am invalidating the idea of a a mom friend group or a circle of friends who happen to be also moms. Um, Because the bottom line is that you need that support you need that, that, you know, the, you need people to go to. And so you got to get them if you don't already have them, you know? Yeah. So I want to ask this because we bonded over a TV show that is actually now on Netflix. I've heard, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we bonded over insecure and there was a season where a character in there um, was with child. She was expecting <laughs> And it impacted the friendship. So we'd love to hear your opinion 
about how you feel like the media has portrayed this like very real transition, um, especially mm-hmm. within friendships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, the thing that I liked so much about that particular portrayal um, of Tiffany in the friend group. So one of, one of the, 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 like you said, one of the friends uh, became a parent before any, anybody else in the crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, it was not easy for her mm-hmm. and that, and those friendships were absolutely tested. Um, and that's not something that we typically get to see, right? It's almost like um, a, the dominant narrative is mm-hmm. that it's the equivalent of the show goes on like summer hiatus and you mm-hmm. come back and it's like, boom, well, now I have a kid, cool, right? And then we just mm-hmm. do, 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 do to the next commercial break. And that's not how life works, right? So the fact that Insecure showed us that it there are bumps along the way, I felt like that was authentic. And and there have and I think there are a lot of people who were hoping to see that narrative of it's not gonna be all, you know, wrapped up with a nice little happily ever after at the end. Um and even, but it can be, right? So their friendship in that show, by the time the show ended, um, they were back on track. Yeah. Um, and so it, it may not be bumpy. It may not be what you had scripted in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of it is okay. So I think that show stands out for me. Um, and there's a lot of other shows that are kind of selling a, a story that is aspirational, but maybe not that relational. Yeah. 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 Um, as you were talking, I also thought about girlfriends uh, mm-hmm. because there was that transition with Joan and Tony where, where Tony has the child and she yeah. really struggled. <laughs> like she, yeah. she really had a rough time, but um, also like yeah. this, maybe uh, Tony expecting that Joan would want to take care of the the baby more. Yeah, right. As much as right. I adore my friends, like, yes, I don't necessarily want to be the go-to babysitter. Like, right. I don't mind it like every once right. in a while because I, I do feel like, oh, I'm a part of a village for mm-hmm. this child. But if every weekend I'm the one you're hitting up, I might be like, listen, I, I just don't want to ruin it for if I decide right. to get to that phase of my life, like, just let me maybe yeah. take maybe once a quarter or something yeah. Like yeah 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 okay so uh we have a segment that we want to go to which is called this or that and mm-hmm. every time we do this segment we try to tie it to the topic of the episode and okay. today's no different <laughs> so <laughs> i'm gonna give you guys uh, a this or that and i'd love to hear your responses okay okay so would you rather be the first one in your group to have children or the last one in your friend group to have children and why? And Floss, Ooh. we'll start with you. Oh, mm. no. <laughs> You're our special <laughs> guest. <laughs> yeah, okay. So the first one in my crew to, like my the group of five that mm-hmm. I was telling you about, mm-hmm. the first one in the crew um had twins who are the 
light of our lives, they just finished their first year of college. Wow. And <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Um, and they watching them be at the, oh, I'm going to get emotional. Hold on. <laughs> watching them be at the age that we were when we mm. met each other mm. um, and thinking that they could be forming the the relationships right now that are going to last for the rest of their lives and like they could be meeting their us right now is just so it's a lot you know what Mm -hmm. I mean just emotionally it's a lot um and because that particular friend was the first we had so much energy to like you know, really love on them in a special way. Um, And it was fantastic for us because she was already there having been a parent first. So as each one of us, you know, had kids and had second kids and, um, you know, there were new challenges and and she's the only one that has been through all of the things Mm -hmm. so far, right? Um, But even though we had a lot of energy and we were... Um, we did our best. A lot of us were still like, you know, doing our very like non kids having, you know, lives. And so I don't know if she felt the support from us that in my mind, I would like to think that we were giving her. Yeah. Um, so I may or may not be the last in the crew. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think I choose last. Mm. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Miosha. I choose last. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like if if you had a baby before me, I'd be fine with Mac with that girl. Show me the ropes. Especially when yeah. it comes to pregnancy. Yeah. Girl, let me know what's coming. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just felt not blindsided, but I was definitely that person who went to into pregnancy not knowing a whole lot. Yeah. So yeah, if I had had someone very close to me, especially if we lived in the same place, mm-hmm. that would have been even better having a person or two before me go through it so I could yeah. have yeah. some idea of, right. It's because one thing to like read a book, but to mm. physically see and then you're confiding in someone who you trust and you right. know their opinion and yeah, I, I'd be last. Yeah. And they're going to give it to you like no Real. chaser. Yeah. Right? Like, straight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What about okay. you, Samaria? Uh, I would, I would say definitely not first. So since last is the only other option, <laughs> I'll pick that one. Definitely not first. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I need to be ahead of the group with with that particular thing. Like I, I can yeah. wait it out. Um, yeah. And among my best friends, or I, I have a new best friend, mm-hmm. like within the last five years, but. Um, my two best friends of 15 years, Miosha and uh, Shamika, who's also been on the podcast. Uh, I am the last technically. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you guys will have a lot of experience and knowledge for me. Yeah. Um, okay. So the second question, uh, would you rather go on vacation with your family and another family? So like you and your kids, um, the other family, their kids, or 
would you rather do a family vacation with your immediate family and your extended family? And boss, yeah. <laughs> oh. You're going first on all the questions. Oh, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I would... So I think if I'm going on a vacation, like if I'm just imagining, yeah. again, the five women in my crew and then and the, all of their families, yeah, um, that sounds like heaven. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> it really does. It sounds amazing to me because um, finding the right time and the right location and just everything that it would take to bring five yeah. families together to be in the same place and the same time and having our kids get to interact with each yeah. other and get to know each other like that's their cousins that's mm -hmm. their family um that sounds so beautiful and and perfect and I just there's no way I I could choose anything other than that okay that's yeah. fair yes yeah, that's that's fair. Fair. Miosha mm. hmm Ah, so I'm gonna go with because I go to see my family mm -hmm. so I don't know if that's like I'm gonna see them anyways but the other thing I was thinking about is I feel like when you're with family there's this obligation a bit to take care of your mm -hmm. family members kids yeah. to a different extent or different level mm -hmm. than your friends kids like I don't think there's this that's true. Expectation or obligation. Like I would never expect, oh, Samira, you're going to come watch my kid while I go off right. and do whatever. Or, right. <laughs> but with family, you know, obviously you're very comfortable. You're like, oh girl, you got it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, at least true. family tries to be that way. So I'd say friends only because I feel like if we all go somewhere with our kids, we know, okay, your kids are your responsibility unless yeah. we agree and we tag yeah. team it and it's organized yes. Uh, yes. versus family. It's like, oh, yeah. Y'all watching all the kids tonight. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. funny. I feel like that's an obligation I take on. Like nobody else requires it of me, mm -hmm. but I'll be like, um, such and such, get over here. You're too close to the road. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that that yes. is me. <laughs> um, so I I would also pick another another friend in their family, uh, because the other one feels too much like a family reunion. And I love those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if we're going to have those anyway, I'll see y'all at the reunion, not on my face. Right. So, right. yeah, I, I too I agree. agree. Uh, okay, last one. Okay. Would you, would you rather watch your friend's kids or have your friends watch your kids? Mm. Yep. We'll start with them, Foss. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um that even so would I rather my kid go away from me and be with them yes or would I rather their kids go away from them and be with me yes I I love my friend's kids mm -hmm. and I would I would want selfishly to have them all of the time um I I want them to know me very well um I would love that however 
because I am in charge of raising my daughter, mm-hmm. um, I would want that her to go to them mm-hmm. um, because of what I know they have to offer her. Um, so just in terms of like her being able to experience them, yeah. it's like selfishly, I, I want that for her. So I would have to choose that one. But mm-hmm. it's not because I don't want their kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love their kids and I would love to have time with them. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Neosha. So I'm the opposite, but I think it's because I think a lot of the people I know have more than one child. So mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, your kids can come to me to give them a break since I only have one kid. And not that it's easy, but it is easier than having two. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Versus me sending my one kid and you have two or three kids. Right. (laughs) So it's like adding more to their load. But yeah, that would be my reasoning. If they only had one kid, then I guess it wouldn't matter. But I would be like, oh no, like you already have a lot more on your plate. Mm. Yeah. You have a break versus me adding a whole nother Mm -hmm. kid. I told you I was being selfish. Yeah, <laughs> y'all. I feel like your answers are so sweet, and uh, probably because you guys are actual moms, so you're you're like really weighing stuff out. <laughs> um, I can you're see like, it well, it both. depends on the friend, right? Yeah, that <laughs> too. Yeah, I I can see it going both ways. So, if I were to say that I would want their kids to come to me, which is I think the the route that I think I'll go for this question, it's because I, I like to have some type of control over like routines and um, what you're consuming, what you're like, yeah, yeah I want to have some control. And not that I don't trust my friends. I think all my friends are, are great, uh, but I, I can be a little bit of a control. <laughs> yeah. Freak, so. The first step is admitting. Yeah, yes. you know, and even that was hard, so. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm with you. Say, I'm the same way. I'm I'm controlling like that as well, but that's why I feel like that's a good challenge for mm. those of us who are kind of control freaks to be like, no, you don't have the control right now. So, you know, that's I know. <laughs> give your kids exposure Trust to something different. Yeah. That's right. yeah. That's right. I would yeah. say I would send my kid to Samaria because I know she gonna keep them in check I, I follow all the parents <laughs> rules like if you send your child to me and you say no sweets like they won't see a sweet thing <laughs> the whole like I will make vegetables fun you know <laughs> so yeah, I love that. um yeah I, I would love to take care of other people's kids um so yeah. yeah all right all right that that was the last round um thank <laughs> you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the girlfriends and goals podcast Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Girlfriends and Goals Podcast. And if you haven't subscribed already, please go ahead and do that now. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. Until next time, bye. 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 <laughs>